You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Drive, start, Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. Unbelievable. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Right, here we go, 402 in the afternoon. What kind of rhymes? Uh, it is Race Social Radio. I'm Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen, here in the Ivory Tower, along with Sid the Kid, STK. Pushing all the, always pushing the right buttons. Oh, God. Two weeks off, man, let me tell you. Uh, not really off, uh, off here, but uh, certainly not anywhere else. But, um, man, good stuff. Uh, talking to Austin Green for a segment, uh, Streets of Detroit. Uh, let me tell you, and I, I, I know this from the past. I've been there. So I was there twice for Formula One back in the mid and late 80s. Uh, never uh, for IndyCar. Been to Belle Isle for IndyCar. But it's narrow. It's bumpy. And uh, I, I should have asked Austin how many red flags or how many cautions came out in that first session. But uh, I will get to my, my Indy 500 and IndyCar stories. But uh, Pato Ward leads Scott Dixon in what they are calling a very incident-packed first practice at Detroit. Yeah, you think? <laughs> a track that nobody's ever seen before in IndyCar anyway. Uh, not since Formula One days. I wonder if, it's, if it mirrors the... The Formula One um, uh, layout, There's, I mean, with all this, the construction and changes gone on through downtown Detroit, well, I have to take a peek at the track layout. But it sure was a, a very exciting place to watch a Formula One cars back in the day. And it's going to be a very exciting place to watch Indy cars and Trans Am this weekend. Now, to take a step backwards to get back to my Indy 500, I'm not sure if I'm going to have time to go. Maybe, maybe later in the program to get all to, to all my my interesting as Sid, Sid and I unpacked on the um, uh, video cast yesterday, which you can watch at Race Central Unplugged on YouTube. A lot of interesting dots to connect in a lot of different areas, and I've been around the sport long enough and have so many deep friendships to have the knowledge and the history to be able to, in my mind's eye, connect those dots and find the, the lineage and the links between the Justin Wilson's, bless his soul, the Stephen Wilson's, the Ray Halls, the Catherine Legs. Um, it's truly fascinating. And I really hope I can get to it, but i, I you know, got a little stuff going on around here. Plus, we've got Tyler McCorry coming up, a sports car superstar, a longtime friend, uh, from formerly my neck of the woods in Northern California. But here's the interesting, here's conspiracy thought one. First of all, uh, the way the race ended, I get it. Nobody likes to see any big race, especially like the Indy 500. You have a global audience locked in. You got 400,000 people there. And to see it end under caution, it's kind of like kissing your sister. That's what I called the Daytona 500 a decade or so, the Kiss Your Sister 500. You run around for 498 laps, and then you finish under caution. But there's sometimes things are out of your control. Now, 
did Marcus Erickson get robbed? I, I don't know if I'd go that far. I know his comments after the race, he looked pretty pissed off. I get it. He would have just been the second driver in less than a handful that have ever gone back-to-back. And it was last done like 50, 60 years ago. I understand. Actually, I think Helio went back-to-back. Anyway, it doesn't matter. My point is, and it was also worth two hundred grand. It cost him three point three million. What would what would you've done if you were race control? You know you can stop the race. They just came out of a long red flag, as we like to say, cautions breed cautions, and red flags can breed red flags. It's a tough call. I mean, you, you're waiting for the end of what has traditionally been one of the most exciting finishes in the world of sport. And you're going to have an 80-mile-an-hour behind-the-pace car yellow flag victory. I don't know. And one of the things that Marcus did say was he thought it was very dangerous. Mm, I'm not sure... You know, one of the things he said is he put us out on cold tires to go a half lap and then, you know, race to the checker. Well, the red flag wasn't that long, and the track temp got pretty high that afternoon, and the tires don't cool off that fast. I mean, now, if you were sitting there in the pits for a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour, maybe. But the tire doesn't cool that much, and the track temp was very high. So in a half a lap at, at, the, at the Brickyard, and with some aggressive tire scrubbing, which they were doing, and, you know, hard acceleration to get the rears to, you know, get a little rotation, and you clamp down the fronts to get the fronts to kind of lock up and get the little... Remember, there's no ABS in these cars. So you, you, can, you can load those tires up pretty good and get a lot of heat in them. I know, I've done, I've done it. You get a lot of heat in them pretty quick. So I'm not <clears throat> sure if that heightened the danger level. What heightened the danger level was the way everybody was driving. I mean, we had basically a caution-free race for 90% of the race. And then all of a sudden, it's like the wheels came off it, literally and figuratively. And Kyle Kirkwoods, if you've not seen that video, I'm going to put it up on my Facebook page after the show of him sliding on his dome, well, on the roll hoop and Halo's dome, with sparks flying and his visor keeps popping up. <clears throat> I, you know, I've processed that. That's, uh, there's so many things going through your brain because you get, you're spatially unaware anymore. You know, you're upside down, you're sliding, but you really have no idea what's going on around you. You probably don't have radio communications. If you do, you're lucky. I can't recall if they talked to him after he got stopped. I don't recall that. But so you're, and I can tell you from being in scenarios like that, not upside down, something like that, but a, a big spin. You maybe you come off the track, you come back on the track. What's terrifying is, is somebody going to hit you? Because you're completely innocent. You, there's nothing you can do. You're just along for the ride. You're spamming a can. So Kyle has made a lot of comments about that. Pretty interesting, but... Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tough call, but here 
See, what have I got? A minute? I haven't got to me. We're going to talk Tyler McQuarrie next segment. I'll get to uh, more conspiracy theories. Um, the the amazing um, connection between the Leg family, the Wilsons, the Ray Halls, how that all could have played out. But uh, Pato Ward leads Scott Dixon in the streets of Detroit. I got four minute one stuff to get to, also World of Outlaw stuff. But we'll catch up with Tyler, good friend, hell of a race car driver. Was actually just here in Colorado this week picking up his new shiny BMW M3. <laughs> well, how cool is that? It is Race Central on the radio. When it comes time to do commerce, support the people that support us because without them, we can't do what we do. Uh, North Star Liquor Superstore, NorthStarLiquorSuperstore.com. They're in Johnstown. Short drive up I-25. Drive a little, save a lot. All the beverages you love, confection foods, cigars, too. Also, Colpar's Hobbytown. June 18th is their big car show. Contact uh, Colpar's Hobbytown in Aurora. That's a superstore. Find out more information if you want to show your car. Also, DennisByHand.com. Hey, we've had a lot of hail. What the hail's going on around here? As a matter of fact, I think I see some right over Littleton right now, plus a whole bunch of smoke. I'm not sure what that is. But uh, you, you got dents. Need the, uh, the artisan, the expert. He'll tackle jobs other people won't. It'll look new again. It's Michael Hand. Tell Michael that you heard us talking about him. Just sent a couple friends up to the shop in Boulder. He's also got the remote deal. He'll come to you. They're very happy. Dentsbyhand.com and NorthStarLiquorSuperstore.com. Check them out. Today, I'm the Insider. Coming back, if you like sports cars, we've got one of the best coming up. Tyler McCory next here on the Premier Home. It is Race Central on the radio and RaceCentralMedia.com. One of the most respected voices in motorsports, your host, Kurt Hansen. About 14, 16, uh, 16 minutes after the hour, as we like to say. It is a Primero for Motorsports. It is Race Central, the radio. I am Motorsports Insider Kurt Hansen, but you know that. Sidney Cora pushed all the buttons uh, behind the, well, the, the fictitious glass. As we finally got rid of all that plexiglass stuff. Thank you, COVID. Um, our next guest on the program is, is a guy I, I really admire, and I, you know, I like to think of as a... As a good friend, he hails from my former neck of the woods, and we met, oh, my God, um, a long time ago when I was doing uh, work with Prelly World Challenge. And Tyler, I believe it was a Lotus, first time out in the car, first time out for Tyler, got the win in Long Beach, and uh, is a, is a, a customer of a, a place called Tiki Tom's, probably still, I think it's probably still there. But he was just in Colorado, and we're going to kind of tease him about that a little bit, but Buddy, I, you are so busy. I can't keep up with what the hell you're doing. What are you doing these days? Well, thanks for having me on. I always, always love uh, coming on your show. It's a, it's a good one, so I appreciate that. Love it. Man, I am just all over the place. Yeah, you I like are. I, have, I feel like I have five different jobs right now. Um, but this year, I'm, I'm racing with Bimmer World in the SRO, um, what used to be World Challenge, mm-hmm. in the GT4 GT4 America and the BMW M4 GT4. So it's a brand-new platform, brand-new car. We're doing a lot of testing in that. And right now, we're three three race weekends into it, and we're 15 points out of the lead. Sweet. So super happy um, with that, how that's all going. We leave. Uh, I leave on Tuesday of next week, go to VIR to test the car, and then we're racing the weekend after that. 
Um, so super busy on the racing front. I also coach a ton still in the Ferrari challenge. So I have a couple clients that I look after that. Um, so that definitely keeps me busy. And then, you know, I've started, uh, you know, kind of planning my exit strategy out of driving when, when that ever happens and it hasn't happened so far. So I'm feeling pretty good about that, but I've been working with lifeline fire suppression, helping them on their business development, getting them into other markets. And I also run their social media and then I do social media for motion control suspension, MCS. Um, so Man, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm busy. Plus, you're mountain biking. I see your pictures all the time on Facebook, uh, and you got all those fancy schmancy carbon fiber bikes and stuff. Uh, are you if, as good of a wheelman as you are in the car? Are you as good a wheelman on your bike? I. It's so funny, man. It's just I can't turn off the racing. I just can't turn it off. And so there's in mountain bike. I literally just got back about 20 minutes ago oh, from course. riding up Mount Tablet. Of course you did. Of course, that's what but you do. But there's this, yeah, exactly. But there's this app called Strava, and basically it follows and captures every little segment. So, you know, if there's 40 people riding on Dabla today, it follows them and it segments all their times, and so you're always trying to beat everybody. And I'm constantly just thinking about that. And, you know, coming down Dabla, I think I'm like the third fastest overall on a mountain bike. <laughs> you know, oh, so... God. Not something I want to show my wife. No, but. no, no, no. Let's not let's let's not unpack that. Well, it makes sense because you know timing, and that's what racing teaches you: timing and line. And you're fearless, so coming down is not as bad as going up. So uh, I like going down the mountain better on mine too, much better than going up. For sure. So mountain biking to me is like off-road racing. Yes, because you know, I race trophy trucks, and so you're reading the terrain. You know, you're adjusting the suspension, but you're constantly just focused on what's coming at you because it constantly changes compared to, like, road biking. You're just riding, mm-hmm. you know. So that's why I just love the mountain bikes. And it's a good way to, to train, you know, be ready for races. And didn't your did your daughter just graduate high school or something? What the hell? I saw a uh, No, middle school. Middle school. Oh. Middle school. She's going into high school. Yeah, so that's I'm severely I mean. traumatized right oh, now. Oh, God, I bet. Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Yeah. I, re- I remember how I was as a freshman. <laughs> yeah, I think it's all coming back to me. Yeah, you're going to need to build a moat, young man. Oh, totally. Yeah, I exactly. mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. So besides all the other stuff, you have the pressure of of who are you and why are you here to see my daughter. You got that to start to start working on now. Yeah, exactly. And I don't I don't have size. You know, I'm a small race car driver, <laughs> so I got to intimidate him somehow. Yeah, I mean, large weapons will do. Of course, you live in you live in I've, you live in Danville, so you know, who knows if that's even a, a thing anymore? They probably took oh, it all no, away. I'm I'm there. I'm <laughs> Me there, too. Man. I'm with you. I'm with you. Next time I get out there, you come out here. And by the way, you're in my doghouse. Um, I know. I know, I, dude, I, dude. I've gotten texts from so many people. Oh. Like, dude, you were in, you were in Denver and you didn't like call them nothing. Yeah, you're a little busy though. It's like you probably you probably whizzed in and hustled up to love the BMW uh, yep. and picked up. So was this a present from BMW or do you, you actually use Macquarie dollars to acquire this machine? No. So I, yeah, I use, yeah, you, you can't get presents does from your, BMW. No, does your wife know that you did this? Yes, she did. Oh, okay. She, she fully approved and she's nice. She always, she always approves of my car issues, but so I still, I still race for Carbon, Steve Dynan, and oh, he boy, yeah. started a whole streetcar division for Carbon Automotive, and basically, you know, 
has tunes, software tunes, heat exchangers, mm -hmm. just exhaust, downpipes, I mean, you name it. And so I'm going to help them expand their dealer program. So he's like, you go get the car, I'll outfit it. Sweet. <laughs> so I'm like, done. Yeah. So this, you know, brand new M3 is what, 500 horsepower. And when he's done with it, it's going to be 800 horsepower. Oh my so Lord. I'm so excited. I bet you are. I think we've had this because, you know, I, I bought his Atlantic car, his Swift. That's I right. Had, I think I remember had, you yeah, told yeah. me. And I remember we had the the interview when, when we did that, and you talked about it. Yeah, and I yeah. actually got off the interview and, and went straight into the driver's lounge because we were in a race. I'm like, "Hey, I just talked with the guy that bought your Atlantic car, and he, he's talked about that car before." Oh, uh, let me tell you. I and I, I mean, I set a bunch of national lap records in. I ran with Champ Car for a few years. Still race with SVRA and uh, HSR and Rocky Mountain Video. Nice. I'm going to do a big race. Uh, in August, the kids for cancer event. I I am totally like that's that's kind of my thing. If I could mount it on the wall in our new house, I exactly. would. But my wife will not allow me to have any trophies, memorabilia, <laughs> nothing in the house. So you that's, know. How, that's how it is here. I got my my little office. That's where everything. Yeah. Went. Well, I don't. Have, I have a little office, and it's it's very very little. So what's up next for you, man? Um. So. This testing for SRO is, you know, going to VIR, VIR for yeah. the fourth round. And like I said, we're 15 points out of the lead. That's my first year with Bimmer World. And, you know, the team's been awesome. My first year driving with James Walker Jr., my co-driver. So we're running the Pro-Am Championship. So Sweet. just really focused on that. You know, we're in the thick of the championship. And I've just, I've run so many championships. And this is just such an important part. We got a really good start. So we kind of just need to keep that kind of maintaining and then you know probably in the next month or so we'll start testing uh trophy trucks you know getting ready for uh -huh. the thousand we might throw another race in there but i'm definitely doing the thousand with uh uh eric jacobs who's won the thousand quite a few times and then we have another um driver that's racing in indie lights right now that's going to join us oh, i can't say who it is quite yet but yeah i get you well, I did it in yeah. the Baja Buggies in 06, and boy, did I have a good time. Um, I, it's I know, such a fun I, race. Oh, and I know, I know Tiki Toms is still there, but it looks a lot different. Oh, but, my gosh. So I went there probably a couple months ago with a bunch of high school buddies. We're like, yeah. let's go to Tiki Toms. We yeah. walked in there, and we're like, what yeah. is this place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, trust you me. know, it used to be just super broke down, and it was just, you know, a, a dive tiki bar. Now it's like real high-end tiki bar i know it's always it's always been a thing and it's uh i always bring it up with you because i think you took your wife there on the first date or something but yeah uh, i got it it was blind date. yeah it was long beach like oh six or seven lotus your first win is do, do i have the year right oh man when was that yeah, it's on I feel like it was later than that yeah i'm like 15 14 it might have been 2010 maybe. 10 okay yeah that sounds about right yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, dude. but that was my first time racing in the World Challenge, and we got pole and yep. won the race. And I just I remember Peter Cunningham. He was he got second Petey. both days, and he just was like, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> so, so <laughs> he, just, he stole my thunder. No, I know, but you've been to VIR, so you know how fast and flowing that, that place is. How will how oh, much yeah. fun will it be in this in this BMW GT4? Oh, I think the BMW is going to be really good there. Oh, um, yeah. Like the first round at Sonoma, the BMW was terrible. Not terrible, but it just wasn't 
good because it's a heavy car. And so we kind of knew that going into it, but you go to these other tracks that are fast and the BMW just shines. Like it's really, really good in the high speed stuff. So, and Bimmer world is located right there in Virginia. So yep. it's kind of a home race for the team. That's cool. got lots of testing laps there. So I'm super excited and I've, you know, gotten pole there in IMSA and one race is there. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Well, when I was the uh, announcer for probably world championship in 2017, I even called it there. I said, this is going to be attracted. The, the bigger, heavier horsepower cars are going to shine because oh, of, yeah. of the way it's laid out there. And sure enough, we had Bentley, which had not been that competitive yet. I think we had, um, we had a Bentley on pole. We had, I mean, we had some big, heavy, fast yeah. horsepower cars because, uh, VIR is definitely a horsepower track. Buddy, we got to let uh, you go. Totally. Uh, congratulations on everything you're doing. I I saw that post. I'm like, I got to I gotta, I gotta ring up McCoy. Just give me some, give I some swear break. next time I'm there, I'm going to hit you up. <laughs> it's all right, buddy. Hey, be good. Uh, congratulations on all the family stuff, on the business stuff. You're a great guy. You deserve all the success you've had. It's, uh, it's, it. it's a pleasure for me to say that you're a friend. And uh, next time I get it. out there, yeah, we'll go to Tiki Toms and tear uh, burn the place down. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, totally. We're taking it back. We're it taking it back. Take back the <laughs> night, buddy. Be good. Have definitely. a great weekend and uh, good luck testing to VIR. And uh, we'll see you around the corner. All right, thanks, Kurt. Thanks right. for having me on. All right, brother. That's a really yeah, good yeah. dude right there. It's Tyler McQuarrie. Um, yeah, it's if it's got wheels, he's uh, driven it and won in it. And to hear his mountain bike story, I see his posts on my Facebook page all the time. The guy is you know, he's a very good race car driver, but he's also a very good mountain biker. But the guy's fearless. I mean, Mount Diablo is a big mountain. And you get smoking coming down those trails. Holy cow. It's Race Central, the radio. What can I tell you? Coming back with Photo Joe Star, do a little local Joe, a little NASCAR. Huh, good to be back in studio. Watch, uh, watch the video cast on YouTube. Race Central Unplugged. Also visit the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan. That's racecentralmedia.com. That's a mouthful. Bye. Ah, 31 minutes after the hour. Always going to catch up with the town of Uh, Tyler's up. Yeah, he's a, he's a very cool guy. Uh, it's funny because there's a very popular magazine in Contra uh, Costa County called Diablo Magazine. And I meant to tease him about it because they did a great story on him. And big the story, uh, Stephen Marilyn Rivera were the owners back in the day. I don't know if they still own it. But they did a story on me in 1992 when I was racing Pro Atlantics. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, what can I say? Tyler's, Tyler's awesome. So, he's also, as they say, incredibly talented. He's won in everything he's driven. It's uh, that time of the day. We're going to go to Joestar, BigWestRacing.com. Read it. It's a great site, BigWestRacing.com. Uh, photo Joe Star on the program. Photo, what did you think of the Coca-Cola Kiss Your Sister 600? <laughs> well, it was, uh, it was just there. I mean, it just... Uh... Um, you know, a little excitement here and there, but uh, um, I was able to stay awake for most of it. Yeah, I was just going to say, and I was talking to you just as they were starting to go green, if I'm not mistaken. Was that that Sunday or Monday? I don't remember. Maybe it was Monday. 
Well, we ran it on Monday, yeah. Yeah, so it must have been, yeah. It must have been Monday. My bad. Uh, yeah, a little, I was a little tired after last weekend, to say the least. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, I'm very happy for, for um, Ryan Blaney because he's been there. He's been close so many times. I mean, he's probably had a half dozen or more second-place finishes. And, you know, he took, he took a bullet for the team last year, played wingman to Joey Logano. And I get that because Ryan was not in contention for a championship. But the guy really deserves it, and it's good to see him get it. But uh, uh, Martin Truex, I'm not sure if they've still got all that communication and syncopation worked out over there at Gibbs Racing. The rumor is now that it looks like he's going to re-sign and come back in 2024. Um, I guess that's good. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel bad for Martin because I think you said the, the days of Cole Pern are no longer um, in existence, which is a shame because those guys were like, you know, two brains in one body. But anyway, life goes on. Well, Gibbs Racing has been a little bit down, but uh, the Toyotas are starting to make a comeback. Uh, you know, who knows what goes on with the rules and, the, and R&D and things like that. I mean, uh, some of the speculation that certain teams haven't been taken to the R&D center and other teams are taken all the time. Uh, the, some of the fans are starting to, uh, to comment on that kind of stuff. Hmm. And we will see where it goes from there and see who winds up in the R&D center uh, after this this the race this week. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the fine that... Uh, Tony Stewart's team got two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars. I mean, uh, they said they were going to take it pretty seriously on if uh, people weren't. Uh, well, he they built their own part as opposed to buying mm-hmm. it from the single source supplier that they were required to. Well, that's a single source supplier. They're the single source of that supplying their car with that part. <laughs> yeah, but that's not what NASCAR. <laughs> no, I know source. <laughs> well, and you know, it's interesting because when you think about that part, the the air ducts. Um, I mean, that's getting pretty creative when you're thinking about, you know, reducing the amount of air volume to create downforce. That's pretty freaking creative. And I, you know, that's, I give them huge points for, you know, thinking outside the box. But you also think about it, who would think that NASCAR is going to come and check the diameter opening in your air ducts to channel air into the car? So it's pretty creative in every sense because why would you... Why would they check that? I mean, come on, man. Really? Well, you never know what they're going to check. I mean, let's face it, uh, this this kind of thing's been going on in NASCAR since the beginning of NASCAR. Uh, Smokey Eunuch with the uh, the Chevelle. If you go back, what, 40, 50, 60 years, uh, that number 13 Chevelle that he had, some people said it was 7 eighths of the size it was supposed to be, that he had uh, reduced the size of the car. And because they didn't have templates in those days, it looked right, so it, it went it went by there. Or the time that Smokey, uh, the the rule was a 22-gallon fuel cell. They confiscated the fuel cell for some reason, and he drove the car all the way back to the shop there in Daytona Beach because um, the hose he had to, to supply the uh, the fuel from the fuel cell to the, the motor was so big that he had enough fuel in the system to drive it all the way back from the racetrack back to his shop. Mm. Creativity, young man, creativity. Been going on for a long time. Oh, yeah. It's, it's part of, you know, yeah. Or the you leave something flagrant so they go, eh, but that's a minor thing because you're looking there and not over there. Um, yeah, I mean, Tony uh, Tony did a great job on the broadcast, by the way. He still looks like a mafia. He looks like he should be in Tulsa King. With, uh, with <laughs> Well, when he slicked his hair back like that, oh, uh, boy. And the I, mean, I don't think that, that hair would move in a hurricane. I think it's just plastered, plastered on there. Yeah. Well, he's got Which the widow's peak. Which is still alive and well. Yeah, he's got the widow's peak in the front. I mean, he looks like a mobster. 
Uh, I wonder how many more times he'll be doing TV now. It seems like NASCAR just has been beaten on Stuart Haas. Um, but you know, I, I guess if they're if they're earning it, I guess I guess. But uh, it is it is it is interesting. I don't know. They've handed out more fines year to date this year than they have in any other complete season in the history of NASCAR. Well, it's over a million dollars now, and yep. you know if if you look at uh, what's been going on between Tony Tony Stewart and NASCAR, it's it's uh, it's not. Uh, I mean, it it should be right there. I mean, they used to run the truck race on at the Speedway in Eldora, which was Tony Speedway. Well, they couldn't come to terms because Tony wanted more money and NASCAR wasn't willing to pay it, so they wound up moving the the truck race that they they run on the dirt to Bristol. Then Tony started the X, S. What is it? S X R or whatever that uh, is. Uh, uh, Superstar Racing S R X. Yes, so he started that series, and uh, he's got that going in, you know, kind of in direct competition with NASCAR and and some things. And uh, I'm surprised that NASCAR approves Tony for the uh, for the broadcast because <laughs> I believe NASCAR has to approve the uh, the uh, the announcers for the broadcast of the races too. I that wouldn't surprise you. Charlotte Mob they control everything. <laughs> That's the way it is. The Charlotte Mob. Yeah, you haven't heard that before. No, because the offices are in Daytona Beach. Yeah, well, they call it the Charlotte Mob. Uh, well, they do because I, all the teams are, are headquartered in yeah, Charlotte. I, I learned that through my, my uh, Pike Speak International Raceway track experience. Learned it very well, um, which is a story for probably never, never another time except uh, between you and a Pepsi and me. Um, so I, I do like this. Corey LaJoy in for Chase Elliott this weekend. I like that. I You know, Josh Berry certainly got, you know, he's going to sign a big children's contract. So Mr. H did a, did a good thing by Josh Berry. Um, and I like Corey. I've had him on the show. I like his personality. I like the fact he's a little goofy. He thinks outside the box. Um, I, you know, could you imagine? I mean, what if Corey, like, you know, gets a top ten, a strong top ten or top five this weekend? Good for him. Well, Corey show, had some impressive showings before with uh, with uh, what I would almost call an independent team. And uh, for him to move into one of the high-dollar teams uh, with an opportunity like this, uh, I think he'll make the most of this opportunity. I hope so. Um, you know, his dad's a championship uh, driver in NASCAR. In fact, uh, one of the top was it top 50 drivers or so in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. I mean, now they've included the list of the top 75. But uh, nevertheless, uh, Randy LaJoy is, is one of the, the top drivers in NASCAR history. And Corey... Corey's done very well for himself and uh, um, with what he's got. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I would not call Spire Motorsports uh, a, even a C-level. It's more like, uh, you know. It's, entry, yeah, it's an entry-level yeah, team. Yeah, bully, bully for them. They do a, a lot with very little. But, uh, God, I'd love to see Corey get a top five because he's, he's running the top five in many races. Then, of course, kind of faded at the end. But that's that's a sign of equipment and what you got. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to be uh, watching this weekend. I know you will be, too. And uh, I know I'll see you hopefully next weekend. But, uh, Photo, thanks for joining us on the program. And uh, I got a lot to, to still unwrap, so I'm going to try to wrap this show up uh, final 15 minutes. But go to BigWestRacing.com. And, uh, Joe, where can people find all your photographs? Again, I can never remember that site. It's called OneFastCar.com. It's the number one fastcar.com backslash star. And that will take you to all uh, all the pictures. I think I think there's a 250,000 pictures on there oh, right now. Lord. Um, they're listed by the events, and uh, the oldest, the newest one is always at the top of the list. Good stuff. Hey, Joey, thanks for joining us. I look forward to seeing you uh, next weekend up at the racetrack. All right, see you soon. Thank All you. Right. All right, brother. There goes photo Joe Star, BigWestRacing.com. 
Uh, remember, uh, Colpar's Hobbytown, if they don't have it, it probably doesn't exist. Colpar.com. Also, June 18th, there's a big car and bike show at the Aurora store. That's June 18th. Reach out to, uh, to our good friends over at Colpar's Hobbytown uh, this weekend. Uh, go to Colpar.com. It's June 18th. Also, dents by hand. Hey, we got hail, and I'm watching some right now. You got a dent in your car and need, you know, let me tell you, there's a lot of there's a lot of competition out there, a lot of imposters, but dense by hand. Michael Hand is not one of them. I've used them on my own cars. I send my friends there. They're all very happy. It's densebyhand.com. You can uh, go to the shop in Boulder, or he'll bring the mobile uh, machine to you. Also, North Star Liquor Superstore, North Star Liquor Superstore, Northern Colorado's largest, over 33,000 square feet of all the fine beverages you want, uh, confection foods, cigars. They got the tastings. They got the discount club. And there's so much going on. Just go to NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com. Check them out. Or just drive a little. Save a ton. They're in Johnstown. What can I say? It's Race Central on the radio. Final segment. Last call coming up after this. A pair of jeans to fit just right. And the radio Forty-six minutes after the hour, it is uh, last call here on Race Central. I'm going to be back with you. After a brisk uh, couple weeks off, what can I tell you? Uh, good to catch up with Tyler McCory. Great guy. It's nice having relationships. I'm very lucky to have the relationships I have with so many of the drivers that we have on. Uh, I guess after being around this stuff for uh, as long as I have, it's 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 nice to feel wanted. How, how's that? Um, oh, gosh, I'm tired. I need uh, you, you heard that spot uh, during the break for the Grill Legacy Ridge. And uh, I, just, I love promoting the place because I spent a lot of time there. That's kind of my my uh, home office, per se. But it's I have many client meetings up there. The food is amazing. Uh, I mean, Chef Chris really knows what he's doing, whether it's green chili all the way up to a fine filet. I mean, the. The guy just knows what he's doing. The staff is great. It's got one of the best views in the whole wide world. I mean, the Rockies are literally, look, look like you just reach out and touch them. Uh, one of the best sunsets I've ever seen in the Denver Metro. And, uh, you know, they get the banquet room. We were going to have the Daytona 500 party there this year. Um, I used to go there a lot with the family when we lived literally just around the corner. Now we just live down the road a little bit, but. You know, it's you kind of get used to the neighborhood thing. But I, I've been going there now for six months or so, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's uh, kind of my, as I say, it's my daily staple for my office. I have client meetings there. Food's great. Service is great. Sunset is great. Nice dinner. A uh, lot of lunch specials. So you, you might want to ch- check them out. Find them on Facebook, the Grill Legacy Ridge, or Legacy Ridge Grill on Facebook. I don't know what the hell it is. Just go there. Telling me, heard us talking about them on the radio. It is, uh, it's a good thing. So I'm going to try to, with just about ten minutes left. Is that about right? I got about ten minutes? Yeah, maybe. Uh, so let's let's get to this. So uh, yeah, it is a pot award after the uh, first day of 
of practice in Detroit. He is, uh, we don't call it provisional poll for them anymore. It's just, uh, you know, the first day of uh, a practice because it's just practice. It's not, it's practice. Man, we're, ta- we're talking about practice. Uh, they'll qualify tomorrow. It's going to be a good race. I'm going to be watching that. There is 100% no doubt that that is going to be a really good race. Um, it uh, The McLaren guys, boy, they had a rough Indy. They had a really rough Indy 500, and it looked so promising. But obviously Kyle Kirkwood getting upside down didn't, didn't – uh, he's a super talented young guy um, and, and somewhat new to ovals. He's a road racer, hence the fact that he's third at the end of uh, the first day of practice. So it's Pato Award, Scott Dixon, Kyle Kirkwood, Alex Palou, Felix Rosenquist. Boy, poor, poor Felix. Looked like he had the car to win it. And I'm not really sure what happened. Uh, I think I just, you know, these cars don't don't work well when you get too close on the super speedways. Takes all the all the aerodynamic downforce off the car, and I think the car just pushed up, and by the time he, uh, you know, could get it fixed, it was uh, too late. But his teammate Alexander Rossi is sixth, Will Power seventh, Colton Herta eighth, and Callum Eilat is ninth, Scott McLaughlin is tenth. Uh, Marcus Erickson, your runner-up at Indy, 11th. Graham Rahal, 16th. Boy, they had a tough one. Uh, Rhinus VK for Ed Carpenter. Very fast at the Brickyard, but right now 20th. I'm just a Stingray Rob. We're going to get him on the program. Connor Daly, who had a good car at at uh, Indy. Santino Ferrucci, struggling in 25th. And Benjamin Peterson wraps up in 27th, uh, a rookie. So we'll see how that all plays out. Should be, like I say, it it should be a hell of a race. Um, it's it's fast, it's bumpy, it's narrow. I mean, it has all the ingredients to um, <laughs> make for a very, very, very exciting day. Uh, Formula One or F one, if you're on a first name basis. Uh, Formula One. They are in Spain at the Catalunya circuit. Last week in Monaco, or Monaco, depending if you want the American pronunciation or the European pronunciation. But Monaco uh, wasn't, well, actually quite a long time ago. Doing the double before the Coke 600, doing the double back in the day meant that she raced at Monaco and then took a Concorde back to the United States and a helicopter to the Speedway. Uh, Mario Andretti did it, I think, a couple times. That's not possible anymore. But the rain, you can't pa- pass in Monaco anyway. So the rain just made it more interesting. But, it, I mean, my God. Max Verstappen, he might have the season wrapped up in another few races. He's a snarky dude. I, I kind of like that. But his teammate, Sergio Perez, certainly you know running strong this year. Uh, so at the end of today, it's uh, Max Verstappen. Another great story is the allegedly washed up Fernando Alonso. 
I mean, when he raced here in Indy a few years ago, people saw that as, well, it's kind of his swan song. And then he went back to Formula One. And now he gets with um, the Lawrence Stroll-owned team of Aston Martin. I mean, it's, it, it's, isn't it nice when you have a multi-billionaire um, buy his, his son a Formula One team and then completely turn it around and go out and find partners like Aston Martin? And I mean, all, he has transformed that team. And boy, are they competitive now. Fernando's been on the podium. He's second fast uh, in in uh, Spain today. And then kind of another nice surprise, the Haas cars have been actually running very well this year. Uh, I think that uh, Kevin Magnuson felt like he's been reborn, and he has done nothing but just haul ass and take numbers. But his teammate, uh, Nico Hulkenberg, is uh, is third. So the Haas cars, that's great to see. I mean, it's a lot of money Gene Haas invests. And nice to see them be uh, be competitive. Really nice to see them be competitive because, you know, it's, I don't think they've got a lot of sponsorship. I, you know, they run just the Haas name on the side. I mean, Gene's not, you know, hurting for rubbing two nickels together, but still uh, a largely, you know, sponsor-less team. Uh, the last big sponsor they had, they had that that goofy guy, uh, the Englishman that had the energy drink company like four years ago and then made like one payment and disappeared. But it's just very common. It's, it's just not that uncommon in, in the world of motorsports. Uh, it's happened to all of us. I mean, you heard Austin Green talk about it. You know, I had to take a couple years off because of sponsorship. No dough, no go. Uh, looking forward to Trans Am won't be on TV this week, but it'll be, I, I believe you can actually probably watch it live streaming at gotransam.com, though. I do not know that for a fact, but uh, I will speculate. You know, you know what they say about... Um, you know, speculation. Uh, nice to see Ricky Stenhouse and JTG. They're doing a hell of a good job. Um, it, it's nice to see the little guy, hence the core of the joy deal, um, is is fun for me. We'll see if that becomes like a Josh Berry deal. So let's see. What do we got? We're up the TV lineup. Uh, Trans Am from Lime Rock. That's a, that'll be a good watch. That's on TV this weekend. Uh, yeah, Trans Am from Live, Lime Rock on Mav TV. Uh, Formula One Barcelona practice. That's over. We've got uh, oh IndyCar was on Peacock practice. That, that'll be a good one. And tonight, Epping seven thirty nine p.m. I believe that's Eastern Time on FS1. We've got Barcelona tomorrow, ESPN 2 at 6.25 a.m. Practice 3, 6.25 on TV Pro. 9.55 to 11, qualifying on ESPN. Oh, that'll be a good watch. Then we got IndyCar, Detroit Practice 2 at 9.05 a.m. on Peacock. Uh, let's, let's, let's get to Sunday. Let's get to the 
Sunday, June 4th. Well, we got Formula One on TV. That'll be 8.55 a.m. Spanish Grand Prix. IndyCar, warm-up at 10 to 10.30 on Peacock. We go Detroit Race 2 at 12.40 to 1.55. Cup Series on 2 to 3 on FS1. Good stuff. Got a lot of stuff on the weekend uh, for you gearheads out there. Also remind you, you got a two-wheel or four-wheel machine you want to show at the Colpar Hobby Town uh, Big Car Show. That's June 18th. Uh, contact the store, colpar.com, and check out all the great stuff they've got up there. Uh, Densebyhand.com, you got hail damage. That's the guys you want to see. Uh, looking for a beverage, a cold one, a cigar, some confection to hang out and watch all the great racing on TV. Drive a little, save a ton. It's NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com. NorthstarLiquorSuperstore.com. Over 33,000 square feet of all your good stuff. Also, Coyote Motorsports and CoyoteMotorsports.com. Thanks to Sid the Kid uh, for pushing all the buttons back there. Thanks to all of you for listening. I uh, want to see a lot of the stories I didn't get to today. Go to YouTube, Race Central Unplugged. They'll be right there. Or I'll try to catch to them, catch up with them. Easy for you to say next week. For all of us here, to all of you out there, have a great weekend. Do something nice for somebody, and we'll see you next week.